Christ. Dear Christian, you must not bear grudges. That's how we started. So you will just uh, start this way and uh, we'll keep going. Dear Christian, <laughs> we, you must not bear grudges. So, one thing about a Christian life is that as a Christian, look at Philemon 1. Look at Philemon 1. I want to pour out my heart to you as a Christian and experience that I've learned over the years and just teach you some basic principles in the scriptures. Look at Philemon 1 verse 6. Philemon 1 verse 6, it says that the communication of thy faith may become effectual by the acknowledging of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. So that shows every Christian has something in him which he has received in Christ. If you look at it, Philemon 1 verse 1, Philemon 1 6. And one of the things we have, we're supposed to learn in Christ is that a Christian should not bear grudges. <clears throat> we must refuse to hold on to issues and have things against others. We must refuse to hold on to issues and have things against people. So, we would, because these things, these things are very vital because many of these things will cause some dissatisfaction in our hearts. It will break down communications. I taught you in the frame indeed, and I taught you in binding and losing. I taught you we are listening to our season, not of our series, some of our short, finished short exhortations on walking in love, or walking love. And I've explained to you one by another, even offline and online, I've taught you that one thing about the Christian attitude is that you must not bear grudges. You must learn to walk so much in love with people. We are taught to always forgive. We, we are taught in the scriptures to always forgive. Yeah, see, I'm telling you this because as a Christian, there is no way you go through this life, you won't have to bear grudges with people. They will, people will hurt you. People will do things to you that, ah, oh, okay, this and that and that. But, and see, there will not be a breakdown of communication. There will not be a breakdown. There will not be like a dissatisfaction in your heart. But see, you are a Christian. See, I'm a Christian. Look at Luke 17, verse 3. See, eh? when we say we are a Christian, what? See, as a Christian, you've been set apart from the world. That is why, go and listen to our sanctification. I've done a lot of pre teachings before I come to this level. If you look at what I explained to you in our sanctification, I explained to you, I said, we have been set apart from this world. And that shows the modality or the rudiments or the facts or the plans or the, the ideas of this world are not our ideas anymore. We can't pick ideas from the world to act. That is why be careful with even movies you watch. Movies that will create grudge in your heart. How many of you, when you were younger, you watch? How many of you, when you were younger, I had, I had a communication with someone and the person said, when she was younger or something, there was movies she watched and she used to like how people fight in marriage and that thing created a scenario in your head and all of those things and you, in your head you're already imagining how you're going to deal with your husband, how you're going to not cook for your husband, how you're going to... How many of you women don't like? How many of you had that bad thought growing up? Ah, you know what you're supposed to... Oh, you did? Ah. <laughs> Look at Luke 17, verse 3. Those thoughts will come. Look at it. Take it to yourself. I thought you take it, right? Alright. So this is part of it. Take it, dear Christian. 
Tell your neighbor, say, Dear Christian. Yes. <laughs> Take it to yourself. If thy brother trespass against thee, look at what he said you should do. What did he say? He says, Rebuke him. And if he repent, forgive him. Look at verse 4. And if he trespass against thee, this is Jesus talking to these people. And he says, If he trespass against thee seven times in a day, and seven times in a day, turn again to him saying, I repent, thou forgive me. So that shows. <laughs> if he did something, Let's say he repaired, he did a mistake. Let's say this one is this. Let me explain it to you. I don't know if you know that when you take a child from, you tell the child, don't go there, the child will go back there. You flog the child again, the child will go back there. That is exactly what Jesus was saying. The person will still keep doing what is wrong. But what did Jesus say? Look at verse 4 again. Look at it. He says, If you trespass against this seven times in a day, and seven times in a day, what do you do? Saying, I repent, you will forgive me. You know how you were a child, you tell your dad, Mommy, I'm sorry. You always say, Go. You come back and you go, Mommy, I'm sorry, go. You know, we're that some good mother, so <laughs> my own mother will not say, Go. Ah. 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 Okay, my mother will wait for you. How many of you know, mother have waited for you to sleep before? <laughs> then she came to pour water. I came on one day. I've done something wrong. She said, wow. Say you eat. Me, Zeb, I started feeling hot. <laughs> you know? <laughs> say, will you eat? I said, yes. Say, okay, take. You know when your mother is pampering you? Hey, <laughs> I know. <laughs> and you not feel like probably she had forgotten. You know, I used to imagine things. So I was, I was just sleepy. I was just, in, your, in my dream, I just saw someone pour water on me in my dream. I just saw somebody beating me in my dream. I said, ah, what is it? And this is when I woke up. I said, ah, this is real. <laughs> the dream has come to pass. <laughs> well, so, now, this is even Jesus speaking to them in that Luke 17 before the new creation. Don't forget, in the four Gospels, these guys weren't saved because Jesus hasn't died. Remember? Jesus hasn't been buried. Jesus hasn't rose again from the dead. And what brings about salvation is Jesus' death, burial, and ascension from, ascension from the dead. That is what brings about salvation. You read in Romans 10 verse 8. If thou shalt believe in thy heart and confess with thy mouth that Jesus is Lord, thou shalt be saved. So that shows when, as a result of Jesus' death, Jesus' burial, Jesus' resurrection. You read in 1 Corinthians 15 verse 1 to 4. It says, how, is it, uh, uh, how Jesus died according to the scriptures, how he was buried according to the scriptures, how he rose again according to the scriptures. So that is what better salvation. Now, when Jesus was speaking in Luke 17, they weren't saved. Yet, he told them to forgive. So imagine those who were not even in, even who are not even a believer, and yet they started forgiving. Now imagine you as a Christian, dear Christian, you have to forgive. Dear Christian, I tell you this: you can't be grudges. I know it's going to be tough. I know it's going to be painful. I know it's going to be it's going to hurt you so much. I know it's going to look at now. Look at the instruction Paul gave to Christians in Ephesians four. Look at Ephesians four. Ephesians 4. Ephesians 4. Ephesians 4, verse 31. Ephesians 4, verse 31. Look at what it says. <clears throat> Are you there? Mm-hmm. Now it says, Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor, with evil, with evil speaking, be put away from you with all malice. What did he say in verse 32? It says, Be ye kind one to another, tender hearted, forgiving one another. 
even as God for Christ's sake has forgiven you. So now this is a rule and principle in the new creation. Now that we are believers, now that you are a Christian, this is a rule. Let all bitterness and wrath be an anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. Wow. Look at it again. Let all anger, that is, you'll be angry, right? But it says, be put away from you. Let all clamor, let all bitterness, you're just bitter towards somebody. Let all evil speaking, you hate that person, all the rubbish, be put away from you. In that says, with all malice. That one you say, I'm not talking, we're not on talking terms. I just don't feel like talking to you again. You just, we're not, we're not on talking terms. <laughs> But verse 17 says, Be kind one to another, tender hearted, forgiving one another, even as God. Now, you know, in Luke 17, he didn't put as God has forgiven you then. He just said, Forgive them. If he comes to you and repent, forgive. Why? He hasn't died, he hasn't been buried, he hasn't rose again, right? Now that he has died. So, one thing that is being born in the heart of a believer. Is a seed of love. A seed of you see this the truth of the matter is you don't you can't struggle as a believer. That is why we started on Philemon 1 verses. That the communication of your faith becomes effectual by acknowledging every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. You can't struggle as a believer to walk in love. No, you can't struggle as a believer to forgive somebody. No, you just chose not to forgive. You, you see, you are acting out of your character when you are in malice. You are acting out of your person when you are in malice. You are acting out of your person when you are in, you are in contention with someone. You are acting out of your person when you are bitter. You are acting out of your person when you are walking in anger, when you are walking in strife. You are acting out of your character as a believer in Christ or as a dear Christian. You have the ability, you have the responsibility to walk in love. You have the ability to be tender-hearted. So that shows you have a good heart. I want people to come to you as a Christian and say, Wow, I just love your heart. So beautiful. You don't, that you don't wish anyone evil. You have a heart void of evil. You have a heart void of offenses. You have a heart void of strife. You have a heart void of malice. It's not as though, see, we can be so predictable as Christians. I like a statement my friend used to say, he said, you are a Christian, you will walk in love. So quickly, for, quickly, quickly think about how you will walk in love fast. I know you are angry, but quickly, quickly. I know that statement is, <laughs> don't say that statement to, <laughs> to just any other person. Say, walk in love. Basically, just slap you. <laughs> but anyway, so, quickly think of how you walk in love. Sharp, 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 sharp. You are a Christian. And that's the truth. I know it's painful, I know it's bitter, I know. But you have a predictable character. That is why Jesus, you know, they did, they, you know, Jesus even forgave Judas Iscariot. It's only Judas Iscariot who didn't forgive himself. If Jesus could forgive Peter, how much more Judas Iscariot? Jesus lived in this world. You think people didn't step on his toes? They did. You think people didn't do anything to him? They did. But yet, he forgave. You know, even on the cross, upon everything they did for him, what did he say? Father, forgive them, for they don't know what they do. So he was still forgiving. So that shows he has laid a template for us in forgiveness. He has laid a template for us in walking in love. 
So you and I should have a predictable character. We should have a tender heart, a good heart, a cheerful heart, a loving heart. That people come around you, they just feel an aura of love, an aura of welcoming, an aura of hospitality, an aura of, of joy, an aura of peace, an aura of... They should come around you and feel that. Because, see, let me tell you, out of the abundance of the heart, heart the, mouth, the mouth speaking, if you are somebody that usually, and I'm telling you, well, this is, I, think, I believe I'm, I'm free in this meeting, right? Am I right? I believe I'm free. This is a dear Christian meeting. <laughs> See, if you are somebody who usually get bitter, who usually gets, you, you, you have a lot of baggages in your heart, a lot of offenses in your heart, who will come around you and not like you? That's the truth. You know why? Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. But if you are somebody who just admits love, you don't have anybody's struggle, it's only people that are hating on you, you are not hating on anyone. See, the aura will move around. Is somebody understanding what I'm saying? See, as a Christian, you have a predictable character. Look at Ephesians 5 verse 1. Now, look at the next chapter. Look at the next chapter. We know I used to tell you the Bible wasn't written in chapters and verses. It was just um, the translators that put it. We can simply see in verse 5, chapter 5 now. It says, Be ye therefore followers of God as dear children. So you see, dear Christians. Let's use that one. As dear Christians. Be you followers of God as dear Christians. And walk in love. As Christ also had love us. So we are not walking in love because of our good. So when somebody offends you, you just remember, I have done a greater sin that could have led me in trouble, right? And I have to forgive. Does that make sense to you? I've done something, but yet Christ forgave me. I sinned. I was beaten blue battered. I did something that God didn't look at me and say, my child. And yet Christ forgave you. So how much more you? So it says, be ye, it says, and walk in love as Christ also had loved us and had given himself for us an offering. He gave himself as an offering, a sacrifice to God as a sweet smelling savour. So we are to walk in love. We are to walk in love. You read in the Amplified Version. Amplified Version says in verse 2, it says, or let's start from verse 1 in the Amplified Version. It says, therefore be imitators of God. In bracket or in parentheses, it says, Copy him and follow his example. I taught you the incarnation. He has become God a man. So we will see his prototype as a man. How did he do this? That is how we will do it. He now says, as well-beloved children imitate their father. Walk in love. In parentheses, it puts esteeming and delighting one another as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us. A slain suffering and sacrifice to God. For you, so that it becomes a sweet fragrance. So, it's, look at what it says. So that it becomes a sweet fragrance. So that means there's an aura around you. I don't want people to come around you and just be irritated. How many of you have been to around people that call themselves Christians and you just they are just irritated? And you're even a Christian. Both of you, you share, but you're just irritated. Do you know why? Check them. Ask them more questions. They have a lot of baggages. They have a lot of offense. They have people. They're just angry. They're just See, you can't be like that. If God offered us of a sweet-smelling sacrifice, how much more around you? You want people to come around you and just say, I just like this guy. Why? I don't even know. Because you have a tender heart. You have a good heart. I'm not saying I've been working in love because of that. No, working in love because Christ forgave you. <laughs> Are you getting me? So, dear Christian, whenever we feel hurt, 
Whenever, why I'm saying dear Christian, because I'm speaking to myself too. I'm a Christian. <laughs> I am. I have to listen to these two that I'm teaching you. Because <laughs> at every point in life, you will need this message. I tell you. You can you will need it almost. Working in love teaching is a teaching. Can I take it? Say you will have, I don't know. Sorry, I don't want to quote it wrongly. So don't let me say what it says. So let's remove Can I take it now. <laughs> I'm very careful. When you quote people, be very careful so that how the person is not, and especially, you know, you don't want to quote the person wrong and say, if Can I get your hand wake up from the dead and say, Did I say that? I'll sleep back. <laughs> no. So. You see, the truth of the matter is this. When we walk much in love, we, we are showing the example of our past. And like I was saying before, working in love message or working in love teachings or teachings like this is something you have to listen to every day because the truth of the matter is you will have human interactions every day. Human interactions as you are texting, the way somebody texts you, you are, not, you are, you are just angry. You are just irritated. The way somebody just texts, they call you. Person just did something, it's just why you just got angry, don't call me again. We will just see, we will, we will need this message. That's what I'm teaching you. So, so you have to, this message is you have to, you just tell yourself, I will be playing three times a month. <laughs> see, because whenever we feel out by the actions of people and we refuse to deal with it in love, whenever we feel out by the actions of people and we refuse to deal with it in love, we fall into the trap of offense. We fall into the trap of offense. Whenever we feel hurt by the actions of people and we refuse to deal with it in love, we fall into the trap of offense. And see, when offense sets in, see, there are all other actions of all forgiveness that was coming. When an offense, when you can just add an offense in, right? It is like a door opener. You know the Bible says, give no place to the devil. Anger is of the devil. Hope you know. Do you know that? Okay. This dear Christian, I will, I will pour out my heart. Do you know that in the scriptures, the first action of killing was via anger. And that's king. He only yielded to the devil. Because that means that offense that is trying to settle there as an end point I was sharing with the fellowship leaders on Sunday and I said, See, if we walk in anger or react or take actions in anger, you know, how many of you, you just, somebody did something to you, you just make a decision and say, Bro, I'm not going to do this again. I'm not going to do this again. Or I've made my decision. This is my new decision. Therefore, bro, don't do it. Don't take that kind of decision. A, the devil will not lead you to something good. Are you hearing me? He won't. You are only falling to his bait. You are taking a decision when he is walking in your heart. Are you getting me? You are only you are taking a decision when he's going. So he's pushing you to his ditch, and you don't know. You you are feeling like he's wise. And see, eh, when the devil wants to do things to you, eh, you will see it as a wise thing. You see it as a very logical thing. You see it as a very simple, sweet thing. Ah, oh wow! You will be feeling yourself. You have some form of ego, pride inside. Wow. But virgin, don't fall into it. That is why many people call Christians all day. You, all they mean stupid. That ah, we don't know, we don't even have sense. Somebody did this bad thing for us, and we are still we are still walking in love. We still feel like ah, this person is still our friend. That is the Christian life. That's the Christian life. 
So when offense sets in, then all order unforgiveness will have a free course. How many of you know that when you're angry, eh, it's as though you remember every bad thing the person has done? How many of you that thing happens to you? How many of you that when you're angry with one person, the dots just start joining? You remember 2010. You remember 1998. We were just eating. And, and the person just mistakenly poured the food on me. She deliberately did it. <laughs> you will just remember. You will just be joining all the dots. Say, I sense. It's not you sense. It's the devil. <laughs> the devil is working in your heart. <laughs> so when we feel hot like that, by the actions of people and we refuse to deal with it in law, all order, actions of all forgiveness is setting in. See, offense is a very bad state for any Christian. Any Christian, offense is a bad state. Don't be in offense. Don't take offenses. Dear Christian, don't take offenses. Dear Christian, don't hold grudge. Are you getting me? Are you getting me? Don't hold grudges. Don't. You are a Christian. You are a believer. What's, what difference will an unbeliever and a believer make if both of you are saying the same thing? Just imagine you are in the same room with an unbeliever. And an unbeliever is saying, Ha, ah, that person that came to me today, I will show the person pepper. You two are saying, Ha, ha, not only pepper. You will show the person on you. Ah, let it pepper the person high. Ah, you say, Ah, hey, oh, the person did that for you. Ah, Kolejay, me. It's not, ah, it can't be me. Ah, you are too dumb for my liking. Ah, ah. Are you a Christian? <laughs> you are even ginging the person's flesh. No. You should tell the person, ah, ah, calm down, forgive. Don't say that! The person said, don't say that! Forgive! You started again. You see the person, the person did it one time, the person did it two times. Ah, ah, I will not let it go. You just say it's true. Don't let it go. Don't let it go. <laughs> You're a Christian. 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 Offense is a bad state. Very bad state. Very, very bad state. At times we claim we are so hot, we are so bitter, we don't know how to forgive. It's a lie. <laughs> you say, I'm so hot, I don't know how to forgive the person. It's a big lie. You know how to. Something in your body, something in your spirit, something in your nature knows how to forgive. You are just the one that did not want to yield to it. Offense is a very bad state. You are a child of God. You are a Christian. You are a believer. If you can't forgive, then you are not a child of God. That's the truth. Then you are not born again. Because you, you forgive as a result of Christ's forgiveness. So if you don't know how to forgive somebody, then check, you are not born again. So there is no one on this earth you should get angry with. There is no one on this earth you should bear grudges with. Offenses will always come. Oh, it will. It will. As I finish teaching you now, somebody can offend you. Oh, it will not be bitter. <laughs> but you will walk in love. You know what kills a church? People leave church because they are angry. It's because they don't teach them well. When you are angry, you walk in love. You forgive. You move on. That's why we are humans. See, when we are offended, eh, people will leave church. People will walk in dishonor. You know when you are offended with Abraham now? You will forget. 
when Abraham gave you a prophecy and it came to pass. You forget how Abraham prayed for you and you were healed. You forget how he laid hands on you and he spoke words and you're like, oh man of God, those, things, those thoughts will die. It will, um, stop look, feeling, stop looking at, stop looking at me like um, I'm speaking in tongues. These are true realities, right? Am I right? You know, if me I offend you, you just say, "Oh, rubbish on your midday." Oh, you guys just, you guys just, you guys just want to control us. <laughs> just tell us to be submitted ourselves every day. <laughs> That's what you start seeing. Are you getting it? See, offenses is bad. Ah, it will not make you see God's plan and purpose again. Offenses will make you see God's plan and purpose again. Offenses will make you see God's plan and purpose again. See, when we are offended at people, when we are offended at, at people, see, you have to walk in love. Don't leave a church a supernatural company, a good friendship because of offense. Don't. You know how that church has blessed your life. You know how that church has been of a blessing to you. You know how that brother, how that sister has been of a good blessing to you. You now got angry and left it. No. I tell you today by the Spirit of God, go and repair all your broken relationships. I'm not saying romantic relationships. Romantic relationships, just be friends and move on. Sorry, it has happened. <laughs> but go and repair your relationships. Go and repair relationships. Those people you, you block, how would you, how would the Christian have people that you block? I don't even know how to block. I, it was Chiamaka that showed me how to block people in my phone. So I said, this is how you do it. I said, yeah. <laughs> I never knew how to block. How would you as a Christian just on your contact blocked block list 15 muted 30? Ah <laughs> dear Christian, what are you looking for? He <laughs> said, ah no. They tell you, you know, when we're younger, when they say we should go to we should go and preach somewhere, especially Soji Street. So you say, ah, I can't go. We say why? Because they are. <laughs> they know me as angry in that street. I can't preach there. <laughs> I, I just fought with one guy yesterday. <laughs> I can't go there and preach. <laughs> because of offense now, <laughs> that guy could not preach. <laughs> so anytime we want to see, he says, hey, let's go to your streets. <laughs> that might sign. <laughs> you know, offenses will not make you talk to people. To tell them about the gospel. The spirit of God will have been pointing in your heart. Speak to this person. Talk to this person. Share the gospel with this person. But because you remember how you how that person offended you, no, this person does not deserve the gospel. I didn't want this person in church. <laughs> like that you are not taught like that. <laughs> he said, ah, no. So the person will not come to our church. He not come and be deceiving everybody like he deceived me the last time. Oh, you come and break my heart. You come and be like he broke my heart the last time. You come and break everybody out in this place. Yeah, I'm not lying, come. You're a Christian. Dear Christian, don't leave a church because you're in offense. See, God can still use that church to bless you. 
Don't mend, don't dissolve relationships. I'm making you so broken that you can't talk again. This or that. God can still use that person to bless you. See, you don't see. You only know today. Hope you know. Hope you know you only know today. Do you know that this is 6.24 now? Do you know you don't know what is seven, what 7 o'clock entails? You don't know. You have not entered tomorrow. You don't know what tomorrow is going to be all about. So you can't be the one to be determined and be saying, Ah, oh. if the person, ah, God will raise stone. <laughs> I don't know if people say that. Oh, if God not use the person, God will raise stone. Who is the person? Brother. <laughs> you are still a Christian. You are a Christian. So don't leave relationships that has blessed you and stay offended. When I mean relationship, one thing, one thing that have happened in 2021 is that when we are saying relationship, a lot of people just have one thing in their mind to think romantic relationship. That's not what I'm saying. No. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. A lot of people just, in this 2021 that we are in, once you just say relationship, we'll just be thinking romantic. No. I'm saying don't leave relationships and stay offended. God can still use that partner, that business partner, that friend, that colleague at work. That roommate, that associate of yours, that um, sister, that friend, co-worker, to be of a vessel to you. God can still use the person. God can still use the person. So don't, don't be. Don't leave a company and stay offended. Don't leave a company of people and say, no, ah, no. God can still have doors for you in that organization. God can still... See, let's look at Matthew 11. Let's see how offenses can, let's see how deep offenses can get. Are you getting blessed? It's just, I just be giving you like this and just um, be telling you, dear Christian, don't. Matthew 11, let's start from verse 2. Matthew 11. Now look at it. You have seen how deep offenses can get, right? Look at verse 2. Now, when John has heard in the prison the work of Christ, he sent two of his disciples and said unto him, Art thou he that shall come, or do we look for another? Verse 4. Jesus answered and said unto them, Go and show John again those things which, do you, which you do here and see. The blind receive their sight, and the lame walk, and the lepers are cleansed. And the deaf are heard, and the dead are raised. He now says, And the poor have the gospel preached to them. Now, do you know what saw? Eh? Do you know that was very strange? John was the one who baptized Jesus. This is John the Baptist now. He baptized him. He saw the do. He said, Oh, wow, this is the Christ. But the guy got angry. You know why he got angry? Ah, I'm in the prison. Jesus cannot come and rescue me. And he got angry. And he said, ah, are you the Jesus? Oh, she said, oh, shoot. If we are told we to ask anybody, is John we supposed to come and ask that? Is that guy is Jesus, right? That's offenses. It will make you see God's power again. Offenses will make you lose God's honor on people. He questioned Jesus' ministry. He told his disciples. He created an impression in the heart of others. And this is the same John. Look at John 1. This is the same John that testified of Jesus. Look at John 1. 
verse 29. John 1, verse 29. John 1, verse 29. John 1, verse 29. It says, are you there? John 1, verse 29. The next day, John seeth Jesus coming unto him and said, Behold the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sins of the world. This is he of whom I said, After me cometh a man, which is preferred before me, for he was before me. Now, look at it all. This John testified of the same guy, and I knew him not, but should be made manifest to Israel. Therefore, I am come baptizing in water. And John bore record, saying, I saw the Spirit descending from heaven like a dove, and it abode upon him, and I knew him not. But he that sent me to baptize with water, look at it too. He that sent me to baptize with water, the same said unto me, Upon whom thou shalt see the Spirit descending and remain on him, the same is he that baptizes with the Holy Ghost. Look at verse 34. And I saw and I bore record that this is the Son of God. And again, the next day, John stood and two of his disciples were looking upon Jesus and he walked and said, Behold the Lamb of God. All of a sudden, in Matthew 11, the guy has forgotten. Offenses will make you forget God's plan. Mm. That's John's testimony. John bore record. He saw. He said, this is Jesus. This is the Lamb of God. This is this. But when you are offended, you don't see what God is doing. When you are offended, you don't see what God is doing. That is it. When you are offended, you won't see what God is doing. We leave churches that has blessed us and we start calling them names. We just say, oh, this and that. No. When you are offended, you won't see what God is doing. So you see that, like, in that, so John must have been very bitter. Can't this guy just rescue me away? So that's why he used those words. Your words will not start changing. Your styles start changing. Your actions towards people will just start changing. The devil is working on you. <laughs> so, how often have we reacted to things and heard the things that was caused by our things? Jesus, John questioned Jesus' ministry, questioned this calling. He started saying, is it true? Is he a real man of God? Is he not a real man of God? That are your midday service, just rubbish. This and that is even true. It's just you know. Many a times we do things out of grievance. We have unresolved issues. Our emotions are involved. I think next week we'll, we'll, we'll look at emotions part. Our emotions are involved. We feel aggrieved. We feel very grieved. We feel, oh wow, you're just pained. You're just bitter. See, you can't be blessed when you're offended. You can't. You can't even receive the things of the Spirit when you're offended. No. Look at Mark 1. Mark 1. Mark 1, verse, verse 1 to 6. Mark, Mark 6, sorry, not Mark 1. Mark 6, verse 1 to 6. Mark 6, verse 1 to 6. Are you there? Mark 6. Look at it. It says, when he, called, when he went out from things... And came into his own country and his disciples following him. And when the Sabbath day was come, he began to teach in the synagogue. And many hearing him were astonished, saying, From whence this man, from whence this man these things? 
And what wisdom is it given unto him with such mighty works are wrought in his hand? Is it not the capitals? That's how, that's how offense people who are in offense talk. Is it not? That person. That's, that's, how, that's how people who are in offense talk. Is it not the capital? The son of Mary, the brother of James, they even gave him his history. That's why you start digging. That, that, that one that used to wear those common shirt and put cap every time. Are they not his sister here with us? Look at what the Bible says. And they were what? Offended at him. So when you start talking that way, is that common? A lasso, lasso. That's how you about put it. That's how they. Oh, that ordinary. That is it. That's a statement of offense. The devil is working on you. It will make you see God's plan. You can never be blessed in offense. You can never be blessed in strife. See, even in marriage, hope you know, your husband can be of a blessing to you. Your wife can be of a blessing to you. But when you're offended, you these common rats that I picked up in the dustbin. That's offense. You forget those issues. You know, Reverend, like I shared a story, he said, many years back, um, the father, his father uh, and the mother were having, and his mother were having some argument. And his mother said, so he, he, he explained, he said his mother first had money uh, before the father had money and all of those things. The father now said, ah, what, what is it? Well, how much did you spend? Are we, are we return all the money back? What is it? Ah, Reverend, like I said, I spoke. He said, I told him, I don't say that. If you really had the money, why don't you add it there? Why are you not saying it now? You know, just that little attitude. Just because you are offended, you are not speaking bad. When you are offended, you know that the first reaction is your words. How many of you know? You have to watch what you are saying. Deal with anger. Don't speak. Don't speak down God's grace. Don't speak down God's honor. Don't speak down on things that have blessed you. Don't speak down on people that have blessed you. Don't insult people. Because see, many words said in anger, you really cannot take it back. Ah! You can't. And you know one thing? Those words used to stick. How many of you know? People don't forget those type of words. That thing you said in anger, if you can't take it back. The best you will just do is sorry. But do you know that? That hurt and that damage, do you know what causes Fight many a time. You are more angry. The other party might not be angry. You are the one that will not steal the anger with the statements you said. But it will not be angry. Don't do that. Look at what Jesus said, verse 4. But Jesus said unto them, A prophet is not without honor, but in his own own country, and among his own kindred, and his own people. Verse 5. And they, Look at verse 5. And he could not do no mighty work, Say that he laid hands upon a sick folk and healed them. So, go, because of offenses, the power of God can't even move. So, if we are in offense in this place, hope you know that we are stifling the power of God. You have somebody you are not talking to, you have somebody you have a grudge with, you have somebody you have a baggage of emotions not laid out for. I've always I've taught you in binding and losing. Go and get it. You have to bind and lose. Look at, and he marveled because, look at what it is in verse 6. And he marveled because of their unbelief. Offense will not make you see what God is doing. You don't say, oh, I'll show you the he the sick so. Ah, ah, wow. That young boy of yesterday, that is how they are seeing him. 
Look at it now, investing. Is this not the carpenter? That young boy yesterday is now grown. Not knowing that that's the Savior. That's the Lord and Master of our Lord Jesus Christ. That's offenses. The power of God ceased to work because of offense. Wow. I thought it's the power of God. The power of God. The power of God. But yet, it ceased to work because people were in offense. People were destroyed. People had issues in their heart. You are a believer. You don't want to see. You don't want people to come around you. I'm saying this again. I don't know why. I didn't intend. This is not part of what I plan to say today. As a Christian, you don't want people to come in around you. I'm just feeling like, rubbish. I don't like it. It can be an aura around you. Why would you be a Christian if people don't like you? Why would you be a Christian? The reason why people should not like you is because you are going through persecution. This is an unbeliever. People who are angry with the gospel. Yes, that's permitted. But the Christian does come around you and is not comfortable. It doesn't feel the same home. See, we are a fraternity on our own. Let me use say it in Yoruba. Awoniwa. Awo means we are fraternity on our own. We are already bounded by love. Our nature is already love. I should be able to predict your character and say, I match on you like this. You walk in love. It's not as though I will not be deliberately doing it. No, don't be stupid. Don't do such a thing. Don't say, I will, I will, I will just make, I will just, I will just, don't, you are, you are not, don't be stupid. But see, even if the person match on you one million times, you will still be forgiven. He says, I want the person one time. I want the person two times. I want the person three times. I want the person. You keep forgiving. If Jesus told unbelievers, forgive 70 times 7, how much more you are, you that you are believers? Dear Christian, offenses cause strife. Dear Christian, the power of God can cease to work if there is offense. Dear Christian, if you want us to flow with much demonstration of the spirit and power, I beg you, you can't be in strife. Dear Christian, you want to live a life of someone who is tender-hearted, that somebody will just look around you. That's why I used to tell you, learn the honor code, right? Greet people in honor. Respect people. Don't honor people like, sister. Mm -mm. Don't do it stupidly. Learn the honor code. Talk to people in honor. Respect people, strangers, hello sir, hello ma. Are you getting me? Let that culture be around you. James 3 verse 14. James 3 verse 14. Look at James 3 verse 14. Look at it. Are you there? James 3 verse 14. Dear Christian, James 3 verse 14. James 3 verse 14. It says, but if ye have bitter envying, look at it. Are you there? But if ye have bitter envying and strive in your heart, glory not and lie not against the truth. Verse 15. This wisdom descended not from above. That, you know, see, how many of you know that when you are hungry, you are on the high, you are feeling proud. How many of you know? You're just feeling B. Don't stop being stop behaving like you don't know. How many of you know? When you're just angry, especially towards somebody, you just start feeling like it's my right. You just start feeling one sense of pride. Ah, 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 watch it do. Start feeling like ah, 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 watch it. He says that wisdom is not, 
He says that wisdom is not, look at it. He says the wisdom descended not from above, but it is earthly. Look at it. Sensual. What did he say? Devilish. You're not feeling like, ah, I'm right. <laughs> I'm good. Ah, 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 ah. Look at what verse 16. For where heaven and strife is, look at it, there is what? Confusion. And what? Every evil work. A church that cannot that that cannot walk alone, there will be evil work and confusion there. A church that doesn't even preach it, there will be. A church that wants to see the power of God being stifled, there will be evil work. There will be strife. They want to see the power of God stifled. There will be evil work and strife among them. Dear Christian, that's not your nature. I'll read it. I'll read it and amplify it again. That same verse. It says, if you have bitter, jealousy, envy, and contention. Contention means rivalry. Selfish ambitions. Do you, do you know that? Selfish ambitions too can cause strife. Why should you want to be bigger than somebody beside you? In business world, yes. That's why even those of you in business, avoid contentions. It will always happen because yes, seek to be better, seek to be good at everything you are doing, but not at all cost. Are you getting me? Because there will be contention of people that is jealous, the people that want to be better than you. But do you don't walk in strife. You stay on your pace, move faster, do your own thing, be better, seek to be good. In business, what is good? But we are talking about Christendom now. <laughs> are you seeing the switch? So he says. In your heart, do not pride yourselves in it, and thus be in defiance or false to the truth. He says, This superficial wisdom is not such that comes down from above, but is earthly, unscriptural. That is, they would describe it as animal, it's an animalistic behavior, even devilish, demonical. And that says, For wherever there is jealousy, are you always jealous? You look at people, you see what they are achieving in the natural, and you are jealous, bro. If if he's making one million dollars, it means that one million dollars is around our corner. <laughs> Why should you be jealous? A lot of Christians are just jealous. They're just, that's a devilish attitude. You have to kill it. You're just jealous. You're just uncomfortable. You see somebody very happy. You're just uncomfortable. That's devilish. I see him making money now, and I'm not saying, ah, ah, what's your source? Ah, 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 eh? Ah, ah, eh? Yesterday you were broke, oh. I was even the one giving you money. You are trying to shame him. It's not, they are not saying it because you love him. Like, ah, ah, I was the one borrowing you money. Now you have armor. Ah, ah, you are not jealous. That's devilish. That's not a Christian attitude. Or, you know one thing that happened? You see somebody heal the sick. Let's let's come down to our town. Ah, you you are not healed before. You are watching. Ah, ah. Wow. You read somebody for the issue. Wow. In your head, you are not glorifying God. You are not saying glory. You, you are only glory because wow. Ah, I caught you born again now. Me, I've never even raised somebody from the wheelchair. That's ah, ah wow. Pam. They will start working on you like that. Jealousy. You too. When you are praying, you are not. Your tongues now say, 
the next thing you are saying in your tongue is, he is sick, he is sick, he is sick, he is sick, he is sick. That's 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 the whole tongues. At any time you pray or you want to study, you want to, the next thing you just go and pick it on the spirit. You want to learn it. You can't. You can't. It, it will not work. Why the falling? Ah ah ah! You can You start. Glory among God. Ah ah ah! You 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 can't bombard yourself with the sea. Me try to see the sea. It's okay to be to be challenged, but don't be jealously challenged. Watch your heart. It's as if. How, how does the grace has to work? You are not asking the question because you want to be better, because you too want to. <laughs> Dear Christian. <laughs> Tell them, say, Dear Christian. Have you heard all of this? So refuse to be bitter. Refuse to be bitter about your ex, your ex husband. It's, it's okay. It's, it's life. Your ex-wife, your ex-boss, I know they did you wrong, I know. They sacked you, I know. They sacked me when I slept off too, I know. <laughs> it paid me. <laughs> but I walk alone. I walked hard. They were almost giving me employee of the work. And just one mistake. I just, I just dozed. They sacked me. I walk in love. I forgive them, but they don't know what they are doing. <laughs> yes, it will pay you, but you have to walk in love. You will forgive your boss. Your former colleague, the person went to report you that you were treating God at work. The person went to report you that you sneaked in phone. And he said, wow, I can never trust you again. What a wicked fellow. The next day I walk, you see the person do. And you, you know, there's some, you know some of you just have some evil attitude. You deliberately walk through the person. I don't know how you would do it. You will you not pass. Me, if I have issues, I, I hate contentions. I will, I will avoid you. Ah. How would, how would we work it together? I would not talk. <laughs> One person wanted to do it for me. I said, bros, come. <laughs> that did happen yesterday. He followed yesterday. It's a new day. The guy look at me like, I said, come back. <laughs> we can't both work here. <laughs> I'll be <it> this way. <laughs> I can't stand it though. I don't know. But some of you, it's like though you have PhD in it. <laughs> It's, it's, it's as though it's your calling. It's a call on your life. You even see the person's phone. You cut it. You say, yes, more shameful. <laughs> the person will come. You will never think I even stay. Let the person from here. You will stay at the door. So that the person will know that you are still around. <laughs> Show yourself. You know what Show yourself. <laughs> and you are a Christian. Ah, no. No, no. You know, I tell people, especially couples, how do you sleep at night when you and your wife you are not talking? How? I, so the problem is, they sleep on the same bed. They not divide it. I watch one movie. I watch one movie. 
they, they had to pull marker. I think only marker. They lied the place. You must not roll past this place. <laughs> if you roll, <laughs> there's one movie that I like. <laughs> they had to share house. They have divorced. They share house. They want living one side. One living one other side. They wake up in the morning because they greet each other and go. How? See, eh? those that do that, they are not Christians. If you still do it, ah, probably you have to check your salvation. <laughs> Maybe there's a, there's, there's a dent. Maybe, you know, we say finish work. Probably you always, <laughs> they've not finished it. You always see 50% loading. You know, when you, when, you, when you restart your iPhone, always load. You know that line? You know, when it's that tone, maybe one has not reached the end. So you're always still in the middle. You know, when you hang, the thing will just stay on one spot. Maybe that's where your salvation is. <laughs> you're a Christian. If you used to be bitter about your former church, yes, they offended you. They called you a witch. <laughs> Refuse to be bitter. I know. They will call you because of me. I know. I know. <laughs> but refuse to be bitter. Refuse to be bitter. <laughs> refuse to be bitter. Refuse to be bitter about your pastor, your former pastor. I know the pastor jilted you. I know. I know the pastor looked at you and said, You, you can't make it. I know. Refuse to be bitter. Stop the offense now and see and walk in the world. As a Christian, we live by the world, right? We act by the world. We do the world. We live by the world. See, you know one thing about teachings like this? Eh? It is now this week people will offend you the more. You just tell them, carry your corpse. Eh? But, eh? <laughs> go. <laughs> carry your corpse and go. See, you know, we have meetings to receive from. You don't want somebody to carry his own problem. You don't know where he got his own spirit from. You will, you will live here now. It's because you are still here, you are still under the Holy Ghost, you are still laughing. Once you drive your car and start driving, somebody who doesn't bash you, bam! Ah! You mad? <laughs> That's where it starts from. <laughs> or you want to see crazy? <laughs> They say, wait, Fernando, one of my friends to sing. You want to see Chris? <laughs> you know, that's where you start from. You just, huh. And you know, they say, when you do it, you're angry, but you don't say, hmm, I walk in love. I walk in love. <laughs> Deal with it. Deal with it. You are a believer. Don't go and laugh in the head. I won't kill you. It's because they thought also. Hmm. Hey, hey. But I could say my mind. <laughs> if I let me say my mind, I, mean, I, mean like that. I want to say my mind. Let me say my mind. We are not taught in Christ to say our mind. We are taught in Christ to renew our mind. So we will speak out of that renewed mind. 
Does that make sense? So you won't speak out of a good mind. You will speak out of a renewed mind. That's why Paul said in Colossians 3, let your speech always be with grace. Always be with grace, seasoned with salt, that ye will know how to answer every man. So, as a believer, as a Christian, refuse to be offended at anyone. Refuse it. People will offend you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. People will do. Look at Luke 17, verse 1. We'll buttress more on this. We'll just... We'll buttress more on this. We'll see more of this later. Oh, is it Luke 17, verse 1? No. Look at... Uh, Uh, look, yeah, it's Luke 17, verse 1. We'll still buttress more on this um, um, next week. We'll pick up from here next week and we'll look at it. Look at Luke 17, verse 1. What did it say? It says, it is impossible, right? It said, and he said unto his disciple, it is impossible, but that offenses we what? We come. So, brethren, this is the life you live. You are now an order for Christ. Or that means a fool, a stupid person for Christ. You will not act the way the world acts, right? When you are offended, you walk in love. You deal with it immediately. Don't say, ah, it's painful. Ah, ah, it's painful. Ah, ah. No. See, you have that nature to absorb it. A believer is born with the nature to absorb offense. Jesus did. You can. How much painful? Do you know that those that, that Jesus healed in the scripture will be part of those that were saying crucify him? Hope you know. Those that Jesus did good for will be sure of those people that were shouting crucify him. Even the disciples, Peter, ran. So there was no one to support Jesus. But yet Jesus raised up. Jesus told them, Father, forgive them for they don't know what they are doing. He came back to the disciples and continued teaching. That's love. If it was you, you died. When you woke up, you me, I died for you. You left me. You see, see the match. <laughs> You're a Christian. You're a Christian. You are born with the nature of love. You are born with the nature to absorb offenses it will come it can it will they do the funniest thing it might come from here you know why we are humans joy can do something to you that will offend you and you'll naturally be angry but you have that nature to forgive you have the nature to say it's not i won't think about forgiveness it's not ah i'll forgive you but i will keep my boundary no you do not really forgive I used to tell you, there is no forgiveness without reconciliation. Are you getting me? You are a Christian. You are a Christian. And now, one thing you will do, you won't look at the person with the eyes of that attitude again, right? Yes. You will see the person with the eyes of love. If it is like that, do you know how Jesus will be seeing you? Hope you know. Imagine all the bad things you have done in this world. Jesus still calls you a saint. He calls you righteous. Do you deserve to be righteous? He calls you justified. He calls you holy. He calls you accepted in the below. He says you are still seated with him in heavenly places. You, 
you will see somebody. Once the person hurts you, no, the person has left your circle of friends. The person is not in my inner circle, in my inner carcass anymore. The person, the person has chamatas bottom. The person has jumped from close friends back to acquaintances. The person has degraded. That's chamata old man, a good man. So chamata gave me a list. They said this friends, close friends. I know acquaintances, friends, close friends. Uh, I don't know. Start many. So if you do something wrong, you will jump back. <laughs> so it, 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 it's level, step by step. <laughs> but that's the old man. She's born again now. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's not you. So I can offend you, right? And you will still see me in honor, right? You can offend him, and you will still see her in honor, right? You will not say that ordinary sister. <laughs> you that's that's one thing it does. It will not make you see God's eyes. It won't make you see what God is doing through the person. You will forget all the good. What that's that's devilish. You forget all the good the person has done. You start what the devil will now make you do is making you see the bad ones. You are now all the pictures you have not seen before start joining together in your mind. Oh, that's why that day he said that thing. Oh, that's why that day you know, the devil is already working on you. He is. That is not who you are. That's why the Bible says, give no place to the devil. How you give him a room is that anger, that bitterness, that strife, that offense in your heart. See, but I will choose to do the word. I don't know about you. I will choose to do the word. I choose to do the word. I choose to live by the word. I'm not that person where people are shouting, let's do evil to one person. No, I will be the one speaking, saying, ah, let's still forgive. Let's still walk in love. Let's still act it. When one million people are shouting, this, 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 this. Can I take you share the story of a man that he walked in love so much, walked in love so much, walked in love so much. They even said, even, I think they asked him a question. I'm not too sure now. Like I said, I'm, I'm very careful in quoting people. I'm not too sure the question. But if I can remember, colleagues, like, even if your family of any, we still work, he said, I will still walk in love. I will still walk in love. You will still have to walk in love. People will offend you, right? It's normal. You will get angry. It's normal. But you won't stay there. Because, like I told you, the analysis. If you take a decision in anger, you take a decision in pain, you take a decision in bitterness, you are gradually walking into the ditch of the devil. That decision can never be of God. God will not lead you. I've always taught you leading of the Spirit. He won't lead you when you are angry. That is not part of his fruit. Are you seeing it? So don't say that decision you made. I say, this is my new decision. How many of you noticed that it has never lasted? How many of you know? But see, make decisions in love. Make decisions in tender heart. Be a loving believer. See, I'm a loving believer. I choose to walk in love. I choose to do the work. You want to pray for yourself, right? Just pray. Let's pray. Let's pray. That we act on the word. No situation, no offense is too small for us. No situation, no offense is too small for us to not walk in love. Lift your voice and pray. 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 Dear Christian, lift your voice and pray. You are not an offensive believer. You are not a believer who walks in offense. You want to see what God is doing in the life of everyone around you. Dear Christian, pray. 
dear Christian, open your voice and lift your voice and pray. Pray for your heart. Is there still any root of bitterness in your heart? Deal with it now. Any root of hatred, anger, malice, jealousy in your heart? Deal with it now. Deal with it now. We are a Christian. Pray, pray for your heart. Pray for yourself. Any, any root of bitterness, any root of calumny, evil speaking, malice. You, you are that type of believer that always keep malice. Deal with it now. Pray, oh, pray, dear Christian. Pray for yourself. When you hear a word like this, you pray. You pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. You are a believer. You are a Christian. A man full of love. A man full of God's love. A man full of God's actions. God's responsibilities. God's work. Pray for yourself. You are not taught in Christ to speak your mind, but to renew it. You will speak out of anger. You will react in anger. You will take decisions in anger. Pray for yourself. 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 Pray for yourself.